0: we uh. Hey guys, welcome to the True Blue Riffcast with your hosts, Jeremy and Dave. My name is Christine DeBell, but many of you know me as Susan from A Talking Cat. And as you know, I have to go and get my cheese puffs out of the oven. So have a great time with Jeremy and Dave. See you soon.
1: Thanks, Christine. This is the True Blue Riffcast, the number one riff tracks podcast in the world i am jeremy and i'm joined as always
2: by sup everyone it's me dave how's everybody doing
1: whoo what's going on dave yes ven man rock till you die definitely
0: uh... uh
2: nothing's nothing's going on i i definitely was able to make it to Rift tracks live and that's something we're both going <laughs> to talk about here today cuz <laughs> us being the number one Rift tracks fans and everything. Hey, look. You would think we would make that a priority in our lives.
1: Yeah, but unfortunately, I mean, everybody's familiar with my situation, at least. Yeah. I mean, I can't drive an hour and a half each way, you know, after I get done working from 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. That's just not feasible,
0: Yeah,
2: I have, I will say, I had planned on going. But um, uh, well, I want to give myself a little bit of privacy here, um, because you and I both know, Jeremy, that there are, pe- there are people on the internet that don't like me very much. <laughs> um, yeah. But um, uh, there were circumstances that forced me to have to sit this one out. I wasn't happy about it. Um, no, but, no, uh, he was
1: not. I can I can vouch for that.
2: Yeah. So um, uh, we are going to talk about Rift tracks live what the hell is the movie revenge of uh, the swamp return Creature. return of the swamp thing <laughs> yeah yes <Yeah. laughs> or revenge uh, of the swamp
1: creature why not that works too yeah
2: i was i was confusing it with creature from the haunted sea yeah um but uh uh we are going to talk about that but we'll talk about it when the vod comes out
1: yes Simply because neither of us was able to to
2: watch. Yeah, these. none of us, neither of us, were, were able to attend. We would have attended if circumstances had allowed us to. Unfortunately, um, and you know that 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 is kind of, that is kind of a bummer because we only got one Rift Tracks live this season.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, and I think I,
2: that's probably how it's going to be from here on out. Honestly.
1: Yeah, the only thing I was able to go see in theaters was. Dragon Ball Super Superhero. Uh, did you really we'll talk see about that? that? I did with my son. We'll, t- we'll talk oh. about that in a little bit. Uh, first, uh, we're, we're going to be talking about uh, Split Second today, which came out, what, a couple weeks ago now? Yeah. Or a week and a half ago, something like that. 1992, yeah. Rutger Hauer, uh, the greatest Dutch actor of all time, uh, as he was voted by, by his people. And... Uh, <laughs>
2: What about what about Nikolaj, Nick- Hester Waldo, Jamie <laughs> Lannister?
1: <laughs> he was not. He was, he was in shot caller.
2: <laughs> Isn't that uh, what everyone knows him from? Shot collar? <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm sure. I'm sure that's
2: what it is. Did anybody, uh, we're... Did anybody watch that uh, that Game of Thrones show last night? Does anybody care about that? No. Okay, what is it? House
1: started. of House of the Dragon or
2: whatever. House of the Dragon. Yeah. Nope. Didn't Mr. watch Stress it. Don't related, care. They, Rift I can bring it up because Riftrax has done two. Yeah. Game of Thrones episodes. Out of
1: out of all of the episodes they did the red wedding which like still amazes me that that's the episode that they chose to do. Yeah,
2: they did the uh, <laughs> uh, they did the pilot. Uh, they did the Red Wedding. The Red Wedding.
1: Uh, we're also going to be taking a look, of course, at the Weekend Box Office. And before we get into what the hell is James Wan up to, we want to send some some birthday wishes out to the one and only Rick
2: Sloan. Rick Sloan, director of Hobgoblins. Hobgoblins. Yeah. Hobgoblins. And so on.
1: We've we've talked about him a few times on the podcast yes. here. Yes. And, uh, Rick, you know, hey,
2: come come on the podcast. Yes, come on the podcast. We'll have you on the podcast. Um, Uh, Rick Sloan actually helped me write one of the stories for Mystery Science Storybook. This is a true story. And I'll save it for if slash when he's on the podcast.
1: Yeah. Uh, Now now we get to move on to something really fun, which is quickly becoming my favorite uh, department on the podcast. And that's what the hell is James Wine up to?
2: For me, it becomes every time we do it. It becomes. I, I think it was my idea. Yeah, I think but so. But every time we do it, I like it less and less. <laughs> so not, I mean, that's that. That's not to say we shouldn't do it. I'm just saying that it just is like, hmm. It's been six years, and I'm still very angry.
1: <laughs> A couple days ago, James Wen posted uh, posted this one. This was on the 16th of August. Uh Birdemic 3 will be submitted to the 95th Oscars for consideration. Of course okay. Will. But this is a full list of the different categories that he's going to apply for. Okay. Okay, or submit this for. Uh Best Picture, Perdemic 3 Sea Eagle. Yeah. Best Screenplay, James Wen. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course it is. Best Director, James Wen. <laughs> best Actor, Ryan Lord. Best actress Julia Culbert. Best supporting actor Mark Danola. So Ooh. all the categories. Not even like not even throwing Alan a bone on that one. Uh oh, and yeah. best original song, Cosmic Beauty.
2: By by the one and only Damian Carter. Yep.
1: Uh but then he also talked about some dates that he's going to be premiering this film. Mm-hmm. Uh one of them is at Fantastic Fest in Austin. <laughs> uh that's going to be the actual world premiere, Fantastic Fest in Austin. In they Texas? show a bunch of yep. Yeah, at the Alamo Drafthouse, House, I believe. Yep. Uh they they always do this thing where it's like a like a two or three day long basically marathon of all these new movies that are that are out, mostly like independent features and stuff like that. Um And it's, yeah, you sit there in your seat for, like, two days and watch movies. Hi, no thanks. Uh, But he's also going to be uh, having a premiere in San Francisco on October 1st.
2: Oh please let that be at the San Francisco what is that place called that's in the room and it's in Julian Jack.
1: Oh yeah, that's I hope that's I don't remember the name the, of it but the I really iconi- hope that's it's, what it it's,
2: is. Like, it's like the iconic uh, music, like, like it's a monument to fine arts or some stupid yeah. thing. That would be yeah. amazing.
1: Um and then uh, some other some other screenings that he hasn't hasn't given dates for uh, he is doing a premiere in Hollywood. It just says Hollywood premiere October 1st for the Oscars qualification. So that must be the San Francisco one, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Uh, How is he paying he,
2: for all this?
1: More Birdemic screening soon. And then it says San Francisco, which he already gave us San Francisco, New York, Philadelphia. And then you ready for these last two?
2: Uh,
1: I am because I, I already know what's coming. London and Paris.
2: Is New, is New York on there? Yes. Oh,
1: wow. London and Paris, folks.
2: <laughs> now, he's I'm probably
1: talking about, like, this. Paris, Texas, or as Dave pointed out, there's a Paris in Idaho. Yes, uh, there's a Paris in Idaho. If so he does be... it
2: at the Bear Lake Tabernacle in Paris, Idaho, I will drive up there personally <laughs> just so I can punch him in the balls on his a gonna... door site.
1: <laughs> I was going to ask if you were going to hit him in the face, but I think that oh. works, too.
2: I uh, will punch him right in his nutsack.
1: Yes, <laughs> and uh, and you better film it too if you do that, because yeah,
2: it's gonna be it's gonna be meme. It's gonna be meme tastic. <laughs> Gabe yeah. Chadwick, unknown unknown <laughs> unknown man punches unknown filmmaker <laughs> in the nutsack in his unknown nutsack. <laughs> Three unknowns right there. Did he ever get back with you about coming on the podcast, or do you think he's no. wise that I'm on it? Probably. I don't even. He probably doesn't even remember me. He might
1: not, but it, he does seem he does seem to not not be interested. He never replied. I think he sent me like a wave emoji back or something. <laughs> so It's really dumb. Um, yeah, so that's uh, that's what the hell James Wynn is up to. Now we get to move on to the uh, weekend box office. And uh, yeah, that movie that I said I went to go see last last weekend. Actually, we saw it on Friday. Uh, Dragon Ball Super Superhero, one of the weirdest titles, uh, number one in the box office, taking in a little over twenty million dollars.
2: Yes. Did Josh you understand says, what was going on in that movie? I
1: I I did.
2: Did you really did. Did you really? really?
1: Yes, I did. Uh, mm. Josh says that the video of you punching James would be a good Patreon exclusive, uh, video. <laughs> I don't think we would limit it to Patreon though, Josh, because, uh, I would well, want okay, that to look, be widespread.
2: I'm sure that look, I'm sure there is an Amazon. I'm sure there is an animated gif out there somewhere. No, here, somebody out. Somebody out there this is just a challenge this is a true blue rift, rift tracks challenge and if if you do this I'll send you a free audiobook of your there you go Josh, this is all you yeah, well, I mean Josh is gonna <laughs> well, I won't get into that, but <laughs> and it's not like his wife is recording one of the audiobooks yeah but um not but uh, uh, uh somebody out there get an animated gift of 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 Johnny Cage in from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> doing his his nutsack punch put my face on Johnny Cage's face and put James Wen on whoever's getting hit in the nutsack and you get a free audiobook'm
0: uh, I'm I'm putting it'm
2: I'm, I'm putting it out there that's great I love that that, um, that is my offer
1: yeah uh, I did understand Dragon Ball super superhero uh, I've watched almost all of the Dragon Ball Super stuff. Um,
2: You're older than me. How is that
1: possible? Well, let's see. I started watching it in the 90s.
2: Did, so. what, it's that old?
1: Well, because was, there was Dragon Ball and then Dragon Ball Z, and now Dragon Ball Super was the latest. And this was just a movie that was kind of a parallel story to, this, to the show. Um, oh, is this that
2: man with the orange suit and the crazy hair?
1: Yeah, it's Goku. Except okay. Goku, it was about his son, who is also an adult now.
2: Uh, uh, okay.
1: Yeah. Um. The the number two movie on the weekend box office, uh, Beast, the new movie starring Idris Elba about some people being stalked by a lion in the savannah or something. Hey. Uh, Bullet Train, number three, which I do actually want to see that one.
2: That's um, a sequel to Money Plane.
1: <laughs> Money Plane and then the sequel, Bullet Train. I wish. Yeah. Uh, yes, we gloss over GT uh Atomic Hero Squad because it's GT. Um Top Gun Maverick in hanging in at fourth yeah, place has America. now has now brought in six hundred and eighty three million dollars. Uh DC God, League of Super Pets <laughs> and then uh Thor Lemon Thunder right after that and then Nope and Minions and Elvis down in eleventh. Jurassic World all the way down towards the bottom. E.T., interestingly enough, uh, sitting at 20th place because apparently it had a re-release in movie theaters this year. Yes,
2: because there are some theaters out there who didn't get the message that no one cares about COVID anymore.
1: Yeah, we can put new movies in the theater, guys. It It, it is a thing that can happen. Unless you're HBO Max and you're just... Ditching everything. Have you heard about the, the latest in this debacle, Dave?
2: About HBO about Max. HBO
1: Max and the more stuff that they're well, it's not it's it's Warner Brothers Discovery is the new company.
2: Well, I I, I know it's not going to be on there is Batgirl.
1: Yeah, they they ditched Batgirl. Um, they've also removed a significant amount of uh, HBO Max oh, original movies. Sesame Street. And they got rid of 200 episodes of Sesame Street. They've well, been okay, dumping but... Cartoon Network shows off of there that uh, some of them were in the middle of premiering, like in the middle of seasons, and they're just erasing them, literally erasing them from existence. They're dumping them from the from the streaming service. They are removing any reference to them. Um, some of them had... Tweets about them like on the Cartoon Network official account and those have all been deleted. Like anything referring to the fact that these shows have ever existed is gone.
2: Well, why are they doing this?
1: Uh it's it's so they can save money on not paying taxes on stuff and not paying oh, creator I royalties see. anymore. They have to they said they're trying to find a way to save like six million dollars or something like that. And so they're ditching all this stuff so they don't have to pay royalties or taxes.
2: Well, I mean, can we just be brutally honest with with Sesame Street in the very least anything after I mean, the Muppets too, really. Anything that has anything to do with like that is Muppet related or Jim Henson related, it's all garbage after he's dead.
1: But that's not what they're getting rid of.
2: Like, they're getting like rid anything, of the old stuff. Anything after nineteen ninety is just trash. But are they getting rid of old stuff from Sesame Street? That's
1: that's what I've what I've seen is that they've been getting rid of the old stuff. Like the, the good stuff, the classic stuff.
2: Oh, you mean back when it was just like straight up awesome sketch comedy, like you know, where they didn't treat children like morons?
1: Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, nine, eleven, 10. twelve. <laughs>
2: What was Anybody that? What was who's that? Gen- um, or uh, teeny little super guy, teeny little super guy, where he's like a glass, and <laughs> it's like the stop motion animation <laughs> of this glass man uh, going talking to all the other people. Yeah, that's great.
1: They had some good stuff back there. Some
2: that's good crazy. Stuff. It's a good thing I don't own HBO Max. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't either. I don't. I. I uh, I don't pay for it.
2: I cancel Disney use Plus. It, but I don't pay for it. I'm gonna cancel Netflix here pretty soon because it's just it's too expensive and there's nothing I like on there anymore. You
1: Cancel Disney Plus. Are you gonna pick it back up on well, Mando? Yeah, comes I'm gonna back pick out? it back up when
2: Mandalorian, okay. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna okay. do that. But in the meantime I'm just like, why am I paying for this? I'm not like the only reason I I could think to to keep it was for the Simpsons. But it's just like I have all the seasons I want on <laughs> DVD because that's yeah. how old I am. And I keep all that stuff.
1: Yeah. <sighs> but that's that's it for uh, for the uh, domestic box office for the weekend. And before we get into Split Second, uh, we have this wonderful uh, one minute ad. We'll be right back.
2: We have ads. Yeah. Oh, okay. did you forget? Well, yeah. You but actually, be- you actually I would not think-
1: be affected by this because you're subscribed. To the channel.
2: Oh, good. So when I go back and listen to it in the archive, I'll be able to hear this. Yes. Okay.
1: Uh I gotta find my thing here. No. There we go. Yeah, they're HBO. Or sorry, it's not. It's they're taking the stuff off of HBO Max, but it's not HBO that's doing it. It's Warner Brothers Discovery. They're they're like. Tearing the service to pieces. I think they should sell off DC. Just sell off DC, and you'd have enough money right there.
2: (sighs) They sell off DC. Like, what are they gonna? What move? Like, what comics are they gonna ruin if they sell off DC?
1: (laughs) Nothing, and that's the point. All right, and and we're back. Thanks for sticking around through the wonderful. We weren't talking about
2: comics. What? No,
1: not at all. Uh, but now we're going to talk about the uh the 1992 Rucker Howard film split second, I guess. <laughs> this no. movie, this okay. <laughs> this movie at least the, the version that Riff Tracks showed, I don't know if they had an altered version or whatever, because sometimes they get Boop. some with little bits cut out. But there were still boobs in this from Kim Cattrall. I know, big surprise. Everybody's shocked Glow-
2: No, but there were also, this movie also has glow-in-the-dark nipples. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if I were naming the podcast episodes, that's what this should be called, glow-in-the-dark nipples. Glow-in-the-dark
1: nipples. Well, maybe I'll change it. We did have, uh, what, pancake nipples the size of pancakes or something for... Uh, for suburban Sasquatch, so
2: maybe
0: did we?
1: Maybe we'll change it. I know. I swear it was nipple something. That was
2: like two and a half years ago. I don't remember. <laughs> that was like way back. That was like Tiger King times. That was like I ten guess. years ago. Ah, uh,
1: but yet uh, this movie was bad, guys. Like, and not in the good way. I know we talk about that from time to time, and we'll we'll talk about that a little more when we get to the character slash personality yeah. of the film. But well, I mean,
2: well, okay, let's define let's define some parameters for bad in a good way, and let's just let's just throw out some movies that are bad in a good way that people in our people that in our audience would be familiar with. I'll start. Yes. <laughs> But I said, I'll start, I'll start, but you jump in front of me. That's okay. (laughs) That's a rare thing for you. Usually I do that. Right. My turn. Now I know what it feels like. Um, No, but I was going to say, and I am saying now, Money Plane.
1: Money Plane, yeah. Yeah. Thanos, the Hands of
2: Fate. um, Twilight.
1: Oh, there you go. That's a good one. That's a real good one. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I I'm gonna say Transformers. I'm gonna say Transformers because, uh, one the riff of that is is great, is outstanding. Uh, yeah, and two we've been watching, uh, rewatching through the Good Place. Uh, That's
2: a good that, that is a good show.
1: And, uh, they are at the point where they're they were trying to sneak from the bad place to the judge to get to the good place. And uh, Ted Danson's character, Michael, stopped by to see his boss, Sean. And uh, he told him he needed to axe up. And he threw him a can of axe body spray. And the scent was Transformers. And it smelled how watching the Michael Bay movies made you feel. And <laughs> uh, later on in that episode, uh, Kristen Bell's character, Eleanor, was just like, Wouldn't Why you do like you smell my farts? Why do you smell. Uh, loud and incoherent
2: (laughs) oh god and i thought
1: that was pretty (laughs) know uh
2: one more thing about the good place before we move on yes am i the only one who figured out that ted danson was the devil in season one like way before it happened um
1: probably not
2: okay because it's just like like they're in hell they're in hell of course they're in hell i mean like what i mean like is there anybody who doesn't realize that, that 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 ted danson is actually the devil i mean as far as we knew from like how that show worked at that time yeah um it's just like, like 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 there's no way he's not the devil <laughs> but i don't know but it's still a good show i'm just yes. saying that i'm it's just a, saying that like show i'm I'm just saying that if you didn't realize that Ted Danson was the devil like from the very first, then I don't know what to do for you it's like that that's like that's like not knowing that Senator Palpatine was the emperor in the <laughs> Star Wars prequels. Uh, You're a very strange person,
0: <laughs>
1: oh man uh, uh but yeah now, so the but bad now, movies that are just bad
2: bad movies that are bad in a bad way.
1: Uh, Um, baby ghost.
2: (laughs) Okay. Yeah. How, 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 you got me going at how, how disappointing was that?
0: Uh, Something
2: that we thought we wanted so bad for so long. And then we got it. It's just like, Oh God, maybe Mike Nelson was, maybe Mike Nelson was absolutely correct for not wanting to do this.
1: (laughs) Uh, Josh said roller gator but I'm not sure if he's behind uh, in the conversation uh, jo- or if he's in the current
2: I, I think he's just trolling made us
1: it, I think he just might have made an enemy Josh
2: <laughs> He's trolling us he can't really mean that but um I would say uh copper mountain
1: <laughs> Yeah and we'll we'll kind of talk about that Yeah we, yeah too. yeah
2: yeah we came up with a term that we're going to start using from now on
1: uh, but there's, there's a lot of movies that are bad, just bad, bad. And, uh, some of them oh. get riffed and it makes it better at least.
2: Ready somewhat. player one. I will say is bad in the bad.
1: Ready way. player one is awful bad. It's not even just, it's bad, awful. There we go. Bad, awful. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's, that's one of those movies. That's just like the whole premise is, Hey, remember this?
2: Yeah. Hey, <laughs> They're like, look at, look at, oh my gosh, it's 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 Zorro and Captain Picard, and it's Mechagodzilla, it's the rapist from a Clockwork Orange, <laughs> and they're all together.
1: <laughs> no, that was Space Jam too. Oh yeah. That's,
2: yeah, I heard so he was in that. Just like, oh my Black God, Orange, why? Man. <laughs> oh man.
1: <laughs> but Split Second is uh, definitely on the bad, bad. Spectrum. <sighs> this movie, and, and, it was an and, and hour and 19 minutes long, okay? An hour and 19 sh- minutes long.
2: Shorter than than general, like, historically general Rift Tracks fair. It is shorter than that.
1: And it felt like it was two and a half hours long, at least. Oh, here we go. Josh says he just recently saw Avatar for the first time and doesn't understand the appeal at all. Thank you, Josh. I... I have not watched that movie and I have no desire to. Nothing about it. It's like I've only I ever need to seen it this. with the
2: riff tracks. It's an ex it's an it's an A plus riff track, although I've only seen it once. And it's it's amazing. It's outstanding. You and Colette should watch that.
1: Oh, he they watched it with riffs, of course, he said. Oh
2: good, 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 good.
1: Yeah. If you can watch a movie with riffs, always choose to do so.
2: Yeah. Um
0: As as we've like...
1: discussed many times on this podcast. Always watch it with the riffs. Um, Split Seconds is about uh, London in 2008.
2: Oh, well, no, no, after... wait. We have to introduce our oh. new term. Oh, yes, 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 yes.
1: Okay. This has to do with the movie feeling like it was a, at least an hour longer than the actual
2: runtime. Yeah. And Dave, so, and what, I... what's the term for that? Okay, so I, I have come up with a term because like we have the ghost house effect um, which is, the Urkel uh, effect. what's that?
1: The Urkel effect.
2: The Urkel effect. Um, so an- another term we are adding to the Trouble Rift Tracks lexicon, another effect, if you will, is the Copper Mountain effect. Yes. Where something that is w- super short, but feels way, way longer because it's just so God awful. <laughs>
1: Yes, yeah, so and we're going with Copper Mountain for that because yeah, well
2: because it, y- you, I you think listened it just, it, to
1: that one, I'm sure.
2: Yeah, I mean like it it just epitomizes like that feeling watching Copper Mountain. And that's kind of what this is. I don't think this is as bad as Copper Mountain. I think there are some redeeming Copper Mountain has zero redeeming features. This I think does a little bit. Yeah. Um, because I think for me If you've listened to this podcast, I'd say for about the past year, you know I'm really sick of uh, future dystopia with garbage cans on fire. Now, this is two-thirds of the way there. It's future and it's – well, future. Yeah. And, yeah, I'm using the scare quotes. Future (laughs) uh, dystopia. But the garbage cans on fire are replaced with – just like water, water everywhere.
1: (laughs) Flooded streets, yes. Uh, Nathan Nathan James Norman in the chat says we could call it the CPE for short.
2: The CPE, yes, CPE.
1: CPE, I like that. Uh, But, yeah, this movie takes place in 2008. Now, remember, this came out in 1992. Uh, It takes place in 2008 after global warming, uh, basically has flooded London.
2: Okay, now, if you were listening last time, I criticized James Wynn or somebody. I can't remember what, but we were talking about global warming.
1: It was James Wynn. Not to
2: get political (laughs) or anything. And I specifically said, do you remember this? I specifically said, if you're going to have an argument about global warming, don't put a date on it because we're all going to live to see that date and you're going to be proven wrong. Okay? Just put it out like 10 billion years in the future. That way you won't have to worry about it. And if it does, does happen, that.
1: if it does happen before that, then you know, hey, it happens yeah. before that. But if it doesn't, yeah. then you don't look like then you, you don't
2: look then you, then you don't look stupid. These people look so dumb.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I mean, in ninety two, global warming wasn't even that big of an issue amongst people. Like,
2: yeah, I mean, not, people not weren't the talking way it, about not, global warming
1: back in nineteen ninety two. Not
2: yeah, not the, not the way, it way it has been now. For like the last like fifteen years, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, but, uh, yes, Mo- moving, moving back to the movie, uh, we are, uh, following the, uh, psychotic Harley stone <laughs> played by, uh, Rucker Hauer as, uh, as he gets, gets his it new so... partner, Dick Durkin. Hey. As as they say in the riff uh, named by Stan Lee,
2: um, whoever just needs to go to prison. <laughs>
1: uh, that would be Gary Scott Thompson.
2: Is he in prison? He should be there.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, he looks like he should be in prison. <laughs> oh man, let's see. He wrote. Oh,
2: really? Oh no! Huh. I have I, I have a feeling I have a feeling some mind some mind exploding stuff is about to happen here. Uh, Brace well, impact everybody.
1: Not not anything like riff tracks related, really. Oh, uh, but he wrote uh, the Fast and the Furious. What? And too
2: fast, too furious. He and... wrote The Fast and the Furious? Yeah. Well, that is Rift Tracks related. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, it is.
1: I just mean, like, nothing like crazy Rift Tracks, like, you know, Roller Gator or something. Yeah.
2: Um, he wrote Roller Gator.
1: Yeah, he wrote uh, the. He wrote a couple Oblivion. episodes. He wrote a couple episodes of uh, the reboot uh, version of Knight Rider. <laughs> <laughs> from the mid 2000s. Uh, oh. yeah, it was bad. Um he wrote uh some episode of Angry Beavers, the old cartoon. <laughs> uh yeah. Yes, that But he wrote split that, second, way back in 1992. That old 1982. cartoon that
2: premiered when I was in high school. Yes, that old cartoon. Yes. He it's also right wrote with-
1: Time Cop 2. Hey, that's like 1999, man. That's that's a long time yeah. ago. That's, hey man,
2: don't don't say that. <laughs> it's it's
1: twenty three years ago. So
2: I know that was the year I graduated high school. <laughs> don't say that. Uh, I, I'll just be forced to remind you that Manos, the Hands of Fate, uh, Rift Tracks Live was a decade ago. I'm going to remind you of that. Okay, how do you feel now? Old.
1: I always feel old yeah. though. You know why? Because yeah. I'm old. Uh, But anyway, uh, back back to the actual movie itself. Gary needs to go to jail, Um, but Harley Stone is described, and I kid you not, by his by his chief as uh, a person who survives on coffee, chocolate, and anxiety. That
2: doesn't hold on. What
1: he survives on: coffee, chocolate, and anxiety.
2: Okay, I, I watched this movie. I feel like I would remember that. <laughs> <laughs> um, also,
1: the uh, the Dick Durkin, the Dick Durkin, uh, Dick Durkin, his new partner is uh, he just happens to be an Oxford-educated psychologist, but now he's a rookie police officer, and he has to follow. Yeah, he goes around Harley around all the time because. Uh, Harley seems to think that there's this this serial killer eating people's hearts, and nobody believes him for whatever reason, even though they find corpses with their chests ripped open and their hearts yep. gone. And then they get a heart delivered in a cooler with a bite taken out of it to the uh, the police station.
2: Okay, all right. So here's what I want to know. <laughs> here's what I want to know. And it just, it just, it just, the synapse just triggered in my mind when you said they're, they're, they're able to do all these things that, that we're able to do now, but it's basically like water world, right? Like that's like, like, I, I don't not, want to say it's, it's the central the, it's premise, but it's, that flooded. <laughs> it's, it's the backdrop where people are, like it, it's really the backdrop. It, it really has nothing to do with the plot. No, it was just a way for world them world... to
1: have water literally yeah. on every set.
2: So they like there's water basically like like everything is flooded because global warming and everything is raining in the year two thousand eight.
1: Yeah, it's been raining for uh it was uh, forty days of torrential rain.
2: Yeah, like so they were trying like to a, get a
1: little biblical with it, I think. Yeah.
2: Uh, and they failed.
1: The uh rolled if Kevin Costner ate his own heart instead of drinking his own beer.
2: That's so I like that, Nathan. But I I I, I want to know how they're able to like maintain society to the point where they can still do heart transplants the way they normally would.
1: Well, when they're when they're in the streets, it's like maybe like an inch of standing water. It didn't really seem like it was that deep in the streets.
2: Well, uh, there's a couple, of, uh, Jeremy. The, there's a couple of long shots of people in in uh, speedboats. <laughs> Going along the Thames. I mean,
1: <laughs> yeah, they're driving Clearly, down the river in a boat,
2: huh? Yeah.
1: Guess the streets are flooded. Um,
2: the whole <laughs> world is 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 what's that town that that is, that is all
1: Venice? Is it Venice? Venice, Italy, the one that's sinking. Yeah. Where like all the ro- there's like all the canals everywhere.
2: Yeah, Venice. Is that Venice though? That seems terribly inconvenient. I don't know why anybody would live there. <laughs>
1: And that, that actually, um, strangely enough, brings me to a point that I wanted to make about this movie. <laughs> when I was talking... Uh, I don't remember if this was when we first started the podcast or if this was after... Or beforehand. Yeah, After, after we ended the podcast in the future. Um, now, I was talking about how I was kind of disappointed in this movie because I was expecting it to have a different type of feeling. And uh, talking about Venice... Is is a good way to bring this up. I expected it kind of to feel more like uh Terminator two shocking dark.
2: Oh which took that place had to in have Venice. been before the podcast. Yeah. Because we watched uh, that before the podcast. That was in the mythical days. These, these like all these all like everybody like that's part of like the backstory of the True Blue Rift cast is like that two year period. Yeah. When you and I watched all these insane movies together. Yeah. That We talk about constantly is the time of Dinosaur Island and and, and stuff.
1: Yeah, and uh, Light Blast, Haunted yeah. Ween, Shocking Dark mm-hmm. was part of that. Yeah. Um, but Shocking Dark is is another movie that I would love to see Rift. But that movie had uh, that was one of those Italian like knockoff horror movies that they just have that ghost house feeling to them.
2: Yeah, where it's just like nothing is like correct. Yeah. Like, yeah.
1: And I was like, kind of hoping to get Nothing that. Is correct. out of this. And it's it's this is just the the wrong kind of 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 bad creature
2: movie. Um It's just a standard it's a standard riff track schlock movie. I mean, that's really all it is. Yeah. And yeah.
1: Uh it's it's it, I don't really want, Want to get too much into the plot? Not that there's like spoilers, but there's but... not much of one, right? I so yeah. there is there is a partial something to this movie. Uh, like there's inklings of a plot. There there's a loose story here about this creature killing people, and apparently it has a psychic link to uh, Rucker Hauer. Uh, yeah, because of when he heard him back when they first encountered it when his other partner died and uh, that was hilarious by the way there's a scene in the flashback where uh, Harley Stone and his partner are walking through I don't know sewers or something and uh, they're in ankle deep water and all of a sudden the partner just drops through the floor like just and I laughed at that way harder (laughs) than I probably should have but you know I laughed at that because he just kind of vanishes through a flooded trap door or something
2: well let's just hit all the highlights of just like of just like parts of the movie that we can remember cuz so much of this movie is just forgettable
1: uh dick Dawkins um, uh, gets shot through a window with a yes, shotgun yeah i was literally
2: just about to say that <laughs> because i was i was i was listening last night at the or last night or the night before it was it was the night before because i was listening an audiobook last night has nothing to do with the podcast, but I was listening to uh, our Dangerous Men podcast. Ah. I actually sometimes go back and listen to our podcast sometimes, and be like, just just so I can go back and listen to what an awesome podcast I'm a part of, <laughs> and um, and hear all the hilarious things that, that I had to say once upon a time that I forgot that I said. But I listened to the Dangerous Men, and I just remembered. Uh, you know, do you remember the the the, the rape sting? In Dangerous Men, uh, where um, uh, a woman there was a, it was one of the many attempted rapes in that movie. Yeah, and, like the, uh,
1: the rape montage or attempted. Yeah, rape
2: montage. Uh, yeah, yeah. Clint, Clint Cuckoo, Clint Cuckoo, um, saves a woman from getting raped on a beach, and he just knocks the guy out with that weird kind of like not wrestling move.
0: <laughs> yes. Remember this?
2: Remember that, yeah. And then, like seconds later, they do like a rape sting. Uh, like, like, and they like lure the guy in and, uh, Clint Cuckoo gets his, gets his foot caught in, in between the cushions of the seat. Yes. And he can't go out and save this woman (laughs) that he set up to get raped and he's finally able to get free and just walks like the Terminator towards the rapist and the rapist is just like unloading on him. And it doesn't even phase him at all. Like that's what like like whatever Clint Cuckoo <laughs> was was wearing the Clint Cuckoo pl- plot armor. Yes. Who then who then went and he then went down to he went that went down to flaming defeat in a fight against Black Pepper. But <laughs> but uh, uh uh whatever he was wearing, uh Dick whatever um
1: Dick Durkins, but I like Dick Dorkins Dur- better.
2: Yeah, Dad, Dick Dorkins. Yeah, let's call him that from now on. Who who, who said that? Josh? No, that was me. Oh, okay. So yeah, that was a, that was a Jeremy Pluto original, Dick Dorkins. Dick so Dorkins. Dick Dorkins was wearing whatever Clint Cuckoo was wearing. That's another thing we need to add to the True Blue Riftcraft, the the True Blue Rift Tracks lexicon. Uh, it's either Clint Cuckoo armor or Dick Dorkins armor.
0: Uh.
1: Yeah, yeah. You guys help us pick. Uh, yeah, people who yeah. are listening here right now.
2: Is it Clint Cuckoo Armor or Dick Dorkins Armor? One of the two. Um, yeah.
1: But yeah, he he should not have survived that, even with a with a standard issue bulletproof vest on. That that. Oh, that's that, right. They and don't he shows back like up that. like,
2: hey, and then Recker is like, oh, what? And he flips out. Yeah. But he sees his partner again that he very, like, very justifiably thought was was quite dead. Yeah. I and he's just being he like, no, I right was wearing way. a bulletproof vest. And he just decks him. He just punches <laughs> him right in his face.
1: He think he deserved and, it, though. I mean.
2: And Dick Dorkins is like, oh, it's cool. It happens all the time.
1: All right. Atomic Hero Squad and Josh Flowers both said Dorkins. So Dick Dorkins Okay, armor. So,
2: so di- is it Dick Dorkins armor or just Dorkins armor? I say Dorkins armor.
1: Dorkins armor. Dorkins armor. Is so one. he
2: has Dorkins armor. Okay. So that is the official term we will use from now on whenever – Somebody who should be dead. <laughs> like
0: armor. there I'm was another down, movie. There so was I another
2: movie we watched where a guy. It was this year. I think was it was it was at Fugitive Rage? Where uh, all these movies blend together now. It was like it was the woman prison movie. It's, I uh, think it was Fugitive, Fugitive rage, rage. Yeah. Where uh, the woman goes in and tries to. Blow the defendant away, the gangster away, like shoots oh, yeah. him like six times in the courtroom, in the courtroom.
1: Like, like an arm's length away, almost point blank. Yeah, <laughs> she unloads a full like revolver into him.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's Dorkin's armor.
1: Yes, because that dude should have died.
2: Yeah, so. Th- that's another example of, of of Dorkin's armor. Listeners of the True Blue Riftcast, uh, give us your own examples of Dorkin's armor, whether Rift tracks related or not. We don't care. <laughs> Is it a, anything to keep us from talking about split second?
1: <laughs> oh, okay, so we've got Dorkin's armor. I'm I'm making an official document here, and I will I will post this list uh, on the, the True Blue Riftcast True Blue
2: <laughs> Patreon. Yeah, it's the uh, True Blue Rift Tracks lexicon.
1: Hobgoblins, where the guy survives a grenade. Josh, okay, Josh does that one? Yeah, I'd say that would be. Uh... <laughs> Those grenades didn't work right either, though. Like,
2: no, that's not how grenades work. Gr- gr- <laughs> grenades don't erupt in, into flame. And well, well, okay, well, let's refrain from ripping on Rick Sloan because we do want to get him on the podcast eventually.
1: Oh, he knows. I think he's. I think he's uh, in the same in the same mindset as uh, David Giancola with
2: his movies.
1: Wow. From 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 things that I've seen. Of Rick well, Sloan, I, okay. I, well, I, I know he's that, but
2: it's like you know.
1: <laughs> Mike uh, Michael Esquire says Samurai Cop uh, definitely has some some Dorkin's armor. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, there's yeah. There's
1: definitely some Dorkin's armor in the... Yeah, there's some Samurai Dorkin's armor
2: happening there. But, um, anyway, is is there, is there anything else with split-second that we need um, to talk about? I mean, not, I think we covered not, all not the bases. Not giving away
1: the actual plot um, of, of what little We see little Kim there Cattrall's is.
2: boobs in it, which is, For like, like half not a second. surprising.
1: No, it's Kim Cattrall, like... Any movie hey, Kim that Cattrall she was in is my
2: fan, okay?
1: Outside of, she uh... likes
2: Mystery Science Storybook. I happen to know this for a fact.
1: Hey, cool. She likes the books. Yeah, she was a Mystery, si-
2: yeah, was a mystery boobs, Science so Storybook I mean, fan. Yeah. So I'm not going to talk bad about Kim Cattrall. I'll just be like, hey, I, I've, I've seen your nipples. And <laughs> you had kind of a weird wig in Star Trek VI. <laughs> uh,
1: Josh Flowers asks... We can't answer this one, Josh, because... Uh, neither of us were able to see it, but he asked if anything in Swamp Thing counted. We don't know. We haven't seen the Riff yeah, Riff yeah, Riff yeah. Riff yeah.
2: Riff. I don't know, Josh. I don't know if you caught the beginning of the podcast, but neither one of us were able to make it to the show. But we will talk about it when the VOD comes out.
1: Yes, which we generally do anyway with the Riff yeah. Riff I Riff mean, episode. that's
2: usually how we do it.
1: Um. So let's let's move on to. Uh... Oh, Josh missed the first ten minutes of the episode. Yeah, that's oh me. okay. Yes, unfortunately, neither of us were able to go see it, um, mostly because of, of the distance to get there. And we're both quite upset and, about it. Yeah, and working situations for cool. both of us kind of screwed that up this year. Um, but we'll see it in uh, in mid-October. We'll be able to see it when the VOD comes out, uh, 60 yeah, when days it dro- after, after the live show.
2: Um, when it drops, as they say in the biz. That's a business yes. insider term. When, when it, it drops. drops and
1: we get our free when VODs it, for backing the.
2: It's when it drops. That means it's made publicly available for purchase. Hello. Yes. Yes. Sorry. Okay. I was typing. <laughs>
1: uh, all right. So uh, plot for a split second. I'm giving. I'm gonna go with uh, with one and a half.
2: No, one. I'm going one. One. So I guess right. we're going with one and a half.
1: All right. One and a half. We'll we'll <clears throat> we'll defer to that uh the acting
2: oh good uh, hey look kim is not a bad actress so like and she's also she's also my number one fan this is true everybody she do, she does like Mystery science storybook i have proof of it on twitter there was... that's a real thing i'm not making this up i believe you um uh, there but so i'm going to say i'm going to say two just because you know Josh wanna... says there
1: was really nothing for the actors to to do in this movie. I, yeah. I would agree with that. But they, they did okay with what they had. Uh, and I mentioned this to Dave earlier uh, when I was watching this, uh, that there are two actors in this movie that are also in uh, Scrooged.
2: Yeah, well, I'm going to have to take and your word on that.
1: <laughs> if, if, uh, if anyone in the chat can tell me who they are, then you get uh, five points. Five points today uh dialogue it's the, um
2: okay so the the only two people who i know are in scrooge are bill murray and the skeleton that's on the poster with him so <laughs> that's nope. all i know about scrooge
1: <laughs> neither of them are are in this movie oh uh, okay the dialogue again it's not one um, yeah it's not good <clears throat> oh boy cinematography
2: well okay i think okay i'm gonna give it a three and I'll tell okay. you why. Oh no, wait, cinematography? Yeah. Okay, I'll I will save the excuse making and giving credit to certain people <laughs> for another one, but for this one for cinematography for for one coming up. But uh cinematography two, two.
1: It was an awful. We've seen we've seen better though. In we've seen better cinematography in worse movies.
2: We've seen better cinematography in Mikey. <laughs>
1: Oh man, um, yeah, you're not wrong. And this uh, movie was
2: released in theaters, and Mikey has better cinematography than this.
1: And Mikey was direct to video. Yeah, uh, editing.
2: <sighs> I, guess, I, I guess three,
1: three. Oh, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna mention since you uh, since you brought up the fact that this movie was released in the theaters. Would you like to know uh, the budget and how much it made?
2: Oh, I know. I, I looked this up myself. I don't oh, remember already because saw I watched it like 11 days ago. Uh, but It I know had that it's a, horrific.
1: a budget of $7 million. Okay. Probably all that water. Um. And it made $5.4 in the box office.
2: That means it lost its freaking pants. Yeah. It, it's it, walking uh, around with a barrel around its waist
1: it did not do good it opened to a uh, 2.2 million dollar opening weekend and it made 5 million worldwide <laughs> like That's the bad. total it made was 5 5.4 million and its opening weekend it was 2.2 million
2: let's do a so, quick let's do a fun thing compare that to gumby one to gumby i'm a how much did Gumby One make?
1: Let's see. Gumby the in movie, 19... released in 1995.
2: Oh, oh no. <laughs> uh, made $57,000. Oh, no. Okay, that was a horrible thing for me to do. Because I thought that... <laughs> okay, well, I just, like... I, okay, this is the... Hey, write this down. This is the Val Kilmer effect for the True Blue Riftcast. Cast. when <laughs> the things that you is, didn't know, <laughs> is things that just, things that just blow up. It not like it's, it's 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 broader than that. Things that blow up in Dave's face, live on the True Blue Riftcast, is a Val Kilmer not effect, but a Val Kilmer moment. Let's put it. <laughs> Dave had another Val Kilmer moment. Things and, that blow
1: up in Dave's face, Val. Yeah, Kilmer just moment. totally, just uh, like I thought it was gonna go
2: one way, and it just. It just completely blew up in my face.
1: For those of you not familiar with what Val Kilmer moment refers to, uh, <laughs> it was when Dave was discussing uh, Top Gun Maverick after watching okay. it in the theaters and not not knowing beforehand that Val Kilmer had throat cancer and um, can't and... talk on his own anymore.
2: Okay. Now I, Josh assume... says the Val
1: Kilmer bit is still one of his favorite moments. From the True Blue Rift Cast.
2: In my defense, I thought that the producers didn't want like didn't have any faith at all in his acting ability. (laughs) And that they're just be like, Hey, we're gonna have him in the movie, but we're not gonna have him talk. We're just gonna have him act through a computer. And I thought that was like the biggest insult, but apparently it's a big deal.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I actually And
2: uh... and I found out live on the show that <laughs> that well, at Val first, Kilmer I really... didn't know
1: if you were being serious or not so I kind of just kept letting you talk until I was sure <laughs> okay and uh, that's that's why it took me a minute to interrupt you about it but um my wife and I actually this is a side note we just watched the uh Amazon original documentary Val uh that Val, Val about Val Kilmer's life um and it was it was very interesting to watch uh, he actually made it himself with the help of his son who did a lot of the uh,
2: voiceover does he, for him. And he, and he does not have throat cancer, right? His son? No, just. Okay, good. So I can make, I, 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 I can make all the Val Kilmer son's jokes that I like. Okay, cool. <laughs>
1: uh, but if you, if you've ever been interested in Val Kilmer at all, or, or you just like interesting documentaries, it's just called Val. It's on Amazon prime. It was pretty good. Um, Okay, Dave, now we're on to uh, a category that I think might be the highest scoring, uh, aside from the riffs at the very end. Uh, But this is effects.
2: Okay, so effects. Okay, so this is where I'm going to give certain people in this movie some credit. Okay? This movie is, sorry, Twitch, and sorry, Jeremy, but this movie is ugly as shit. Okay? (laughs) Okay. It is. It is what it might be one of the ugliest Rift Tracks movies out there. Yeah, I mean, like I, I, I can't think of a, very many uglier movies in Rift Tracks, like off the top of my head, Baby Ghost. I think is uglier <laughs> things. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, 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 like anything that makes Roller Gator looks like look like Lord of the Rings, and I'm not even joking. <laughs> that sounds like a joke. It's but, true though unfortunately. Yeah. But, um, uh, where they just go on this like, Yeah, no roll R- roller Gator is a vast epic journey compared to baby ghost.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. But, um, uh, for all the horrible things about this, I mean, it's, it's, it's uglier than, it's uglier than sunset strip. It's uglier than, um, what's that movie with David Carradine that I like a lot? Future force,
1: future force.
2: Um, like, zone. like it's, Either one. it's, it's, it's uglier and stupider than all those movies. Um, but the fact that there was water everywhere, Jamie and I were talking about this. The fact that there was water everywhere, that set must have been a colossal nightmare. Oh,
1: that would have sucked. Like it
2: just must have been pure hell to be on the set of this movie. Could you imagine like the...
1: acting in this movie and your feet are just wet the whole time?
2: Yeah. Like you're I wearing will...
1: shoes and socks and they're just wet the whole time.
2: Yeah, for for this movie. For this movie. That's okay? disgusting. So like Yeah, for and this the movie. People... Yeah. <laughs> so like uh, you, you do all this and you make split second. <laughs> um I think that like and like we haven't even talked about the monster.
1: I kind but... of I kinda of liked what we saw of the monster. Uh I I think it looked pretty decent. Yeah. Um they did make a I mean, comment that it was uh what HR if HR Geiger created Venom.
2: Yeah, it's not like it's not like the the creature from the haunted cooter <laughs> or whatever house, that was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um it wasn't it, it wasn't a, a a dopey stupid Roger Corman monster. No. Uh, it wasn't God Monster of Indian <laughs> Flats. It wasn't.
1: It wasn't a bad wasn't puppet any, like from Feeders.
2: Yeah, it wasn't any of these. It was. It was okay. I mean, it wasn't great, but it was okay.
1: No, it was all right.
2: But Com- I think that I will give, as far as like effects, just to like give credit to all the people who like presumably spent six or eight weeks of their lives making this garbage. It just must have been hell for them. I mean, they're pros. They all, I mean, they all got paid, which is good. And I hope they all the, got paid. I, this is not one of those movies where people don't get paid. <laughs> it, 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 it appeared in, in theaters, um, but uh, I think to. to Uh-oh. I, Dave, are you there? Just to acknowledge how awful that must have been okay. and the logistics and everything involved with making just like having all that water everywhere for no reason. Yes, I'm here.
1: Okay, your, your, your internet kind of okay. went on but slow motion think that for a second. To,
2: to, to give props to them, I'm going to give it a four.
1: Yeah, I think... I, think I said I, I give it would, a four. I think I would do that too. I think I would go for a four there. Um... Especially yeah, comparatively just... to the rest of the film. Okay. Um. Yeah, I want to I wanna see who did this here. Where's the full? I'm going to look up this other guy. Who played Dick Dorkins? <laughs> Alistair <laughs> I Duncan. I he never
2: acted again.
1: I don't know. He's there got a go. picture on, on IMDb.
2: It's a very young Vigo Mortensen.
1: He did. Oh, here we go. He's actually done quite a bit of things. A lot of it looks like voice work, though. Uh, he,
2: I will give you. I will. W- I will give. I will give ten dollars to everybody in the chat right now. Uh, giving ten dollars, to everybody in the chat right now. Not guaranteed. If uh, he uh, was in Gargoyles.
1: Well, let's see. He was on a couple episodes of Blossom. <laughs> wow. Uh, let's see. Murder She Wrote. Uh, the TV version of Hercules The Legendary Journeys. Uh, Highlander. Xena, Warrior Princess. The Wonderful World of Disney. Babylon remember 5. When
2: that was
1: a thing. Uh, Sabrina oh, wow, the Teenage
2: so... Witch. Uh, he's a working actor then.
1: Buffy the Vampire Slayer, where he also played the same character then in the spin off Angel uh charmed oh so he's a big deal <laughs> yeah he's done a lot uh he played uh he did some voices in some star wars video games siphon filter uh x-men legends 2 <laughs> so he could probably he voiced, afford to live in hollywood he voiced albert or albert alfred in uh, a couple different iterations of the batman
2: no two batmans are the same <laughs>
1: Yeah, Uncharted 3, Skyrim, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. He's hey, he's done a lot of stuff. No gargoyles, though, unfortunately.
2: Ah, yeah. Sorry, everybody. But, but there we go. The Alistair, sorry, Alistair Duncan. In, in, sorry, everybody in the chat. You don't get to get sniffed by me.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Special effects. I was trying to see if flavor's like a... This looks like in-house. They just had in-house special effects people. They didn't go to
2: like a, like a studio for it. Well, they all get a four for putting up with that crap.
1: Good job guys. <laughs> Josh said they all wanted to split the money. Um, sound and music. Uh, One. Yeah. Nothing memorable Sorry. in this movie. Nothing Sorry. memorable
2: at all. Well, I mean, it is memorable. It's memorable to me because it's it's a spin on it's a spin on uh these garbage can well, I mean, on the music-wise there was nothing. I don't even remember the music. I, okay, look guys, I exactly. did watch this. there's a nothing days ago. memorable
1: in this in this music I, movie. I don't remember hardly in this any movie, of it. All right. Now, um this movie mm. was directed by two people.
2: Just like Super Mario Brothers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, and it was worse than Super Mario Brothers. Uh, Ian Sharp and Tony Malam. Uh, yeah, I think it was. Okay. I at, at least I don't know. At least I was more entertained watching Super Mario Brothers than I was watching this movie.
2: Did you know? I don't know if this is true or not. Uh, you you may have told me this on an episode of the True Blue Rift Cast. And tell me if it is. And this, this is my this this doesn't qualify as a Val Kilmer moment because I'm fully acknowledging that Jeremy may have told me this on the True Blue Rift cast <laughs> but someone told me recently and I can't remember if it was you on this podcast or not that Bob Hoskins had no idea what Super Mario Brothers even was until after like he had no idea that there was even a video game until oh. after I don't think
1: I told you that, but there is a video clip that was just going around, like last week, of of an interview where Bob Hoskins was talking about he had no idea it was based on a video game until his son told him. He's like, yeah, you're that guy right there that jumps around. (laughs) And he was not not happy to hear that. Bob Hoskins hated that, hated everything about that. Oh, yeah,
2: he famously hates Super Mario Brothers.
1: Like, I honestly, I feel bad for him being in that movie. But I, I you know who else hates Super Mario Brothers? Mike Nelson. Yeah. <laughs> he absolutely, here's a little tidbit, a little Riff Tracks trivia. He absolutely hated doing that movie. He said it was one of the worst experiences ever. Really? Yeah. He hated it.
2: Well, it was, it um... was, at
1: the time, it was his least favorite movie to riff. I'm sure that's been surpassed. Yeah, I'm now. pretty sure that's been surpassed. Uh, now. They did baby
2: be, ghosts for God's sake. They've done baby uh, ghosts.
1: They've done things.
2: Um, they've fun fact about, um, myself and, and Mike Nelson. And you can listen to my interview, uh, from 2015 with Mike Nelson, where, uh, Mike Nelson actually called me on the phone, called me on the phone from his house, which was amazing. That's on YouTube. Go find it. Um, uh, uh, Back when Super Mario Brothers came out, I did my own little cute drawings that I that I do that I haven't done in a while um, because I've kind of shifted focus in my life of the Super Mario Brothers. And Mike Nelson retweeted that on Twitter back you know before he he famously
1: Twitter
2: yeah back when he had a Twitter he said this is so good and in parentheses he said the art of course not uh, not the movie not the movie.
1: Yes, before before he proved that he was smarter than all of us and deleted by his by the
2: leading social media. Yeah. Mike because Nelson that's... is such a king. Like everything, like, like like I don't think we actually talk about the actual Rift Tracks guys enough on the podcast. Our focus really is more on the movies. Yeah. But like how much of a hero is Mike is Mike Nelson? I mean, I think like I look up to that guy. Like he's a god like just he's amazing
1: <laughs> i i really genuinely like almost everybody that works for rift tracks that i've met like there's yeah. nobody that works for rift tracks that i think is a bad person that that i've met there's still some yeah. people that i haven't ever talked to but i still doubt that they're bad people because they they're yeah. all they're all a bunch of good eggs
2: I used to be a lot closer to the organization than I am right now. Uh, I mean that just that just comes and goes naturally. Yeah. But um, you know, back when I was like really close to the organization, um, yeah, they're all good folks. i I still consider them all my friends. so
1: Josh said he had a brief conversation with so many of them in Nashville. They're also awesome. yes, i I would agree with that. They're all really, really fine upstanding people.
2: Josh, uh, Josh, Flowers, did you go to Rift Tracks Live the other day? I, I,
1: I don't know that he went this year. Oh, okay. But I don't know. We'll find out. Yes, he did. You son of a bitch. Yes, I said <laughs> that live on the. <laughs> I didn't mean it though. It's just being funny. Uh but yeah, yeah that's cool. Balls. I'm, I'm glad Welcome you got back to go, the edit, everybody. <laughs> I'm glad you got to go and have a good time and enjoy it.
0: Excuse um... <coughs> me.
1: Yes, I was going to have you. Wasn't I going to have you ask Eric something when you were there? I don't know if you if you had the chance or not. I think it was you that said you were going to. Yeah, ask as him. if
2: they listen to the podcast, they don't. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, I suppose we should like uh, directing,
1: directing, back yeah, to di- directing. Eric, oh, directing. Eric wasn't there. Okay,
2: that's that's directing zero, <laughs> zero. Wow, zero, big fat zero. I think,
1: I think that's a first. Uh. And then the overall character slash personality of the movie itself, uh, Um, which we mention a lot, is very important. Uh, It's a very important uh, factor in these films.
2: Okay, look, I'm going to be generous. No. I'm going to give it a two just because of all the water.
1: I was going to say two also.
2: Just because of all the water. Okay, here's the thing. Without the water... It's another stupid effing garbage can on fire dystopia <laughs> that I hate. I mean, I still hate it.
0: But,
1: but it's, it's not because of burning that. barrels, it's because of flat yeah. streets. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and the riffs, you know. Again. Okay,
2: this one was dark. This had some dark riffs in it that I loved. So yes, I'm giving the it riffs had some a four. Very
1: dark riffs. I'm going to give it a four and a half. I, okay, I so like we'll it I yeah. like it when they go dark like Yeah. Then I I, I don't like it that quite. they don't do it all the time. I will not go fight because quite if you just dark because, all yeah. the time you know yeah but it's there's some there's some really dark. I do like uh the bit when uh Bill started doing a he's like mm, Golden Corral's new, uh, you know what? Never mind, it's too easy. I
2: felt they should have gone for it. I, I, I think they should have gone for it there. I, I like though. It
1: was a nice little like switch. I do like that they uh, kept bringing up different events that happened in both 1992 and 2008. 2008, yeah. Uh, like you're like, oh, I'm so upset. I just found out that Robert Downey got cast as Iron Man
2: because <laughs> like, you know it's
1: 2008. Yeah, and uh, yeah, good good stuff like that that I really enjoyed. Um, I like that they kept uh, making jokes about the the two cops that looked like each other, the chief and uh, the other just patrol officer, I guess. I don't know, but they kept making jokes that they were the same person, uh, even when they were right next to each other on the screen. They're just like, look, see, same person. They did that. They did that a lot, uh, and I enjoyed it. Uh, I like it when they do new new running
2: gags like that okay.
1: that, they, that so, they run throughout a film.
0: Uh,
2: so yeah, you know, I'm gonna go with you. I'm gonna give it 4.5. I don't think it's it's quite at five. I think five is reserved for things like Roller Gator and um, you know, like The Room and just like just like Rift Tracks classics. I think that's what fives are reserved for. And this like yeah. I don't even remember half of it, but
1: (laughs) I, I, Um, sorry, sorry guys. I had to, I had to go, go grab my phone, which by the way, I had to replace the other day. Oh,
2: that's right. Yeah. Oh, we should tell that story.
1: (sighs) I had a bad day.
2: You you, you, you want to tell the story about, well, no, no. Okay. It was just one bad day, Jeremy. How many times have we tried to record this podcast (laughs)
1: Okay, so last week we were gonna do this what last last Monday, and yeah, uh, we're gonna do
2: this like we're gonna know we're we're we were gonna do this ten days ago.
1: I uh, I had a flood in the bathroom. My uh, yeah. pipes and my sink broke, so, so we had to postpone that. I had to I had to do some light like, construction that day, which uh, I'm not great at. I'm not I'm not a very handy person, so it didn't go very smooth. Uh, it, it's it's in it's good. Uh, It's all fine. And then um, right after that, I got my car running again finally after two months. Um,
2: But then then did something happen with your kid?
1: My son's car died. Yeah. So his car's not working. And he just started a new job last week. Uh, So for a few days there, my poor wife had to take (laughs) me to work in the morning. There was one day, literally, she had to get up at 5.30 to take me to work because I had to be there by 6. And then... My son had to be to work at eight thirty, and then she had to be to work at nine, and then she had to go back and pick us all up later in the day. Um, and that I only been, have
2: to worry about it. I only have to worry about a cat. <laughs> if
1: uh, if if my car would have still not been running uh, up to to next week, then it would be a disaster because I have to be to work at six a couple days a week. My kids have to be to school uh by like quarter to eight. My son has to be to work on the days that he works at 8 30. So it's just like a lot of running around all over, like everywhere. Thankfully my car is running. It did die again a couple days ago, but we figured out what the actual problem is or was. Uh it was my stupid car charger, like for my phone. Oh
2: yeah, that's no good.
1: Um that is not supposed to be able to still draw power when the car's off. But it was still drawing power when the car was off, even with nothing attached to it. So it was slowly draining my battery. Uh, so that was fun. Uh, and then uh, a couple days ago, <laughs> I was letting the dogs out in the morning, and our puppy, our our giraffe of a dog, uh, was trying to. Never quite to get... heard it. Of... She she never looks quite like a giraffe. She's got the big, long, lanky legs. Like, she still kind of walks like a baby giraffe, still trying to learn. Because she's so, she just gangly a and awkward. You have a freak dog. <laughs>
2: I, I do. You have a freak dog. She's I've gangly never heard awkward. anybody talk about their dog like that.
1: <laughs> and uh, she likes playing with the, uh, the plastic garbage cans that we use for, like, the yard waste and stuff. And so she was trying to grab the trash can, and I was trying to grab it from her. And she hit my hand with her head and sent my phone flying, and the screen landed directly on the corner of a, a cement block that holds up the pillar for the back porch. And oh it no! Just, it destroyed it. I have it. I have it over here somewhere because I want to get it fixed. Because um, I think Jeremy,
2: just let it go. Let it go, man. For
1: like a hundred. Though well, that way, if if any other one of us has a problem. With our phone, if like something like this happens again, I'm gonna show. I'm gonna show everybody. This is this is my screen. It is it is obliterated. Um, because it was a good phone. It was a Google Pixel 5. You know, it wasn't a crappy budget phone. But then I I had to go get a new phone. So I have a new phone. I'm actually still trying to figure out how to get it set up because it's a newer operating system and blah 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 and all that fun stuff. Uh, so it's it's been a week, and then I was really sick the last couple of days, um, like really sick. Uh, there are a lot of places that fix screens for treat uh, for cheap. Yes, yeah. Josh, that is true. Uh, however, the first place I called, um, they said it would be three hundred dollars to fix my phone screen. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, that point is, on each of those
2: days, we were supposed to talk about split second. Yes. <laughs>
1: Yes, and uh, oh well, maybe for like iPhones or stuff that's you know more popular, it would be cheaper. Um, but you know, I'd, I'd of course I don't like Apple, so I'm not gonna have an iPhone. But um,
2: you sound like that guy who I doxes don't care. Me.
1: No, I Is don't that... care if you have Apple stuff. Okay, I'm not that guy.
2: I'm not the guy You'd who's, be like, like you. Know what that uh, guy does.
0: You he use like, Apple. Apple, mm.
2: Apple. Those. He he calls Apple the, a right wing con company. What? Like. He, yeah, that's what he calls Apple. He's that crazy. Okay. <laughs>
1: sure. You 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 be you, dude. Um, I mean, I know he's nuts because I've seen some of the stuff, but yeah. Uh that's wow. That's that's taking it to a whole new level. Uh, you want
2: to know? And we'll, and we'll just talk about this here on the True Blue, True Blue Rift Cats. He actually, me and him actually made up recently because he had wow. a heart attack and he posted about it on his website. And I was like, oh, no. So I just wrote in the comments, hey, man, hope you get better. And he really appreciated that. Wow. So now he's like my, so now he's like is my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not really, but it's like he's not going to try to like dox me or get me fired from jobs that I invented to make him believe that I lived in Israel <laughs> so he wouldn't publish my address in Utah <laughs> oh that's
1: great I did not know about that part of it That is. oh brilliant. you didn't? okay I, like I love that Dave
2: oh man well anyway everybody, everybody in the chat is so confused
1: yes they are I'm sure uh, split second uh, earns an overall score of 21 out of 50 and it's, uh... Josh said it's part of this plan, faking a heart attack. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be surprised, honestly. But, uh... But yeah, split second. Yeah. Um, I would say... to get this one eventually. I don't think yeah. this is necessarily one you need to run right out and get. I don't feel personally like it would be a... It's not like an instant classic um it's, it's still' okay. it's still worth watching at least once um you know maybe when it goes if it goes on a weekly sale or shows up on friends yes or maybe
2: know. or maybe watch it on twitch or maybe just do no bother uh
1: you won't be missing too much I don't think they'll reference this movie uh no. or this riff in any in any future riffs uh that's usually reserved for the classics in um, the instant classics movies they know people are going to absolutely. There were some copper. Here, here's the
2: thing. There, there, there were some Copper Mountain references in this, in this movie. I think, which, is, which
1: would be fitting because yeah. of how because we feel about Copper Mountain and this movie. So yeah, maybe they feel well, the same thing, way. I don't Who
2: resent. Knows? I don't resent Splint Second. I don't. <laughs>
1: but you resent. I copper don't resent.
2: Mountain. Yeah, like I don't consider it. Like I mean, like it is garbage filler. But like when I say like. I mean, like, let's be real here. This is this is a filler release. I mean, it's it's. I mean, that's what it is. Nothing wrong with that. They have to release new material, and this is one. Like here, yeah, here's another one. You know.
1: Well, and it came out right before the live show. Yeah. And usually, not like... the ones that come out right before the live show, the live show, the live shows are they're they're fillers. They're not.
2: Yeah. Sometimes you there, get some
1: good ones, but usually... there are two exceptions.
2: There are two exceptions in 2015. Julie and Jack came out before the live show and Ruby came out like the day after Mothra. Yeah. So we and also got that, stone cold
1: the day after, uh, uh, what was that? Like
2: the, it was, it was, it was one of the, it was one of the 2015 ones.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And we got stone cold and stone cold was a good one. Uh, I, I liked it anyway.
2: Um, 2015 was such a great year for Rift Tracks. Yes, yeah, oh Yes, it was. It was so
1: but, awesome. uh
0: There's...
1: But, yeah, that's that's going to wrap things up for the podcast today. Uh, if you if you would care to stay tuned, uh, we are going to be playing some Rift Tracks the Game on stream. I don't know if Dave will be able to actually join us.
2: Well, uh, I'll have to walk back as usual. That's going yes, to be the How many, how many I times know. have I walked back to play Rift Tracks the Games with you people? A couple. Like, 25 minutes after the fact yeah uh
1: but i don't know if uh how long dave's gonna be with us i know he
2: yes uh, i do have to go to bed
1: yes he has to go to sleep so he can work overnight again
2: yes well i also i'm also in the middle of uh writing my new book which is gonna get finished come hell or high water now
0: yeah yeah
2: so yeah that's that's a thing. I might sacrifice an hour of sleep for that because I'm on a roll. I've been writing every single day for like a week and a half. So making lots of good progress on that.
1: Good, good, good. That's good to hear. I'm, I'm excited to read what you're going to be putting out next. Nice. Uh, especially after after reading Monkey. I still really love Monkey. Like, guys, oh, haven't somebody, read Monkey yet, someone
2: on Facebook today called Monkey shockingly bad it was shockingly bad Dave. I'm like, okay, I definitely trust your opinion, woman who obviously hates me. So
1: was it in that one authors group?
2: Yes. yes okay, yes, that yes, makes yes. sense then. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like 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 the like in in the group of 65,000 people who hate my guts.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. There are they some really people do. in there who think that I write like trash.
1: Well, there's some people who don't deserve to have their opinions heard online. <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah, so and those, I'm, I'm sure she also loves ready player one and the
1: great Gatsby, um, by the
2: way, Josh flowers, Josh flowers. I know you listen to 365 pages. Do you have a copy of super constitution? Yes or no real quick.
1: Let's see. I know there's a bit of a delay in the chat. so Let's see. Uh, he says he do. He do not.
2: So uh, I do yeah. not. I need that. <laughs> i need that book
1: it's impossible to but, get
2: yeah to all right we'll so, see about
1: that we'll see about that i had i take that as a challenge
2: it's impossible like the one other person on earth i know who listens to that podcast doesn't have it so but uh yeah I suppose we should wrap up
1: <laughs> yeah probably um if you if you enjoyed the podcast today, uh, and you would like to support us, you can do that in uh, the following ways. You can subscribe right here on Twitch, uh, Twitch. If you're listening to this after the fact, uh, Twitch TV slash PBN Awesome. Uh, you can uh, go over to. Uh, Patreon.com/slashTrueBlueRiftcast and you can subscribe there. Uh, Michael Esquire says uh, that they have a copy. Dave, what? Yeah,
2: in the chat.
1: Uh, mm. You'll have to you have to get in touch. Get in touch with them. Uh, well, I, well
2: I, I can't take his. I just want to know if somebody actually has it because, like, I came late to the game on that one. I'm getting caught up on the podcast and I listened to the most recent one, and I was like, I have to get a copy of this book, but it's impossible to find. <laughs>
1: Um, so yeah, you can, well, you, you can email him. You can email him. Uh, he'll give out okay. his email here in a minute. Um, and, uh, you can also, you know, drop some bits here, uh, in, in Twitch chat. Uh, also make sure you follow us on the Twitch chat. So you never miss, uh, never miss when we go live. You'll always be informed of that. And, uh, you can follow us on the, uh, the Twitter for the podcast. Uh, we usually post some stuff on there. Uh, at TB riffcast on Twitter, and uh, we do have a very uh, underutilized Discord, uh, <laughs> which yeah. uh, there is a link to that on the uh, the Twitter account. Uh, you can also follow me on Twitter at PB and Awesome,
2: and uh, uh, you can check me out on the web at DaveChadwick.info. Check me out on uh, Twitter, D Chadwick at D Chadwick Author. Uh, check out all my books and audiobooks on Amazon and Audible, and uh, yeah, Son of Santa is probably going to be finished up here pretty quick, and I'm very excited to hear it and uh, get that out there for everybody.
1: All right, that's going to do it uh, for today's podcast. Make sure you stay tuned. Uh, we're not going anywhere. We'll just be taking a short break. Uh, going to play the theme song again. And probably run an ad break after that, uh, just to get everything set up on my side, and then we'll play um, a short, a couple short games until Dave gets back uh, and is able to join us for a game or two. Uh, So, if you're not going to stick around, thanks for
2: listening. What's up? What's up, Dave? Make Riftbot dumb. I don't want to have. I don't (laughs) want that to be the whole thing again, where we're all trying to like, where the whole purpose of the game is us trying to beat Riftbot.
1: Yes, I, we'll we'll do that. We'll make sure we set it up so Riffbot's IQ is very low. Uh, okay. So for those of you not able to stick around or if you're listening to this after the fact, thank you for listening, and we will see you next time on the True Blue Riffcast.
2: Rock, tell you die.
0: Star laying flat on the floor